The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Hi and welcome back to our Chat of the Week podcast. Today is Thursday the 9th of March and I'm joined by Lorenzo LaPosta. This week we're looking at ETF flows across a number of different asset classes. In 2023, markets continued to be dominated around much of the same narrative as 2022. Expectations of further interest rate hikes resurfaced in February after economic data came in hotter than expected, pointing to a more robust labour market and more persistent inflation. ETF flows can provide an interesting insight into how investors have reacted to changing market conditions and their future expectations. Can you tell us more about the flows we've seen recently? Hello, Gabby. Uh, thank you very much for having me this week. And as you say, it's um, you know it's been an interesting start of the year, uh, and it's always interesting to look at ETF flows or fund flows uh, in general because they're very good at um, uh, giving you an idea of what other investors are doing out there. Last year, for example, we saw inflows across all major asset classes, uh, despite being obviously a negative year uh, for um, best part of ten months, uh, give or take. And to be fair, ETF flows are not the entire story, but they certainly are a large uh, portion of uh, the way markets trade. Um, so strong inflows last year, uh, although we saw um, some 30% lower inflows actually than the same, um, well, the previous year actually. Um, so strong, but not the strongest. Again, a quite obvious consequence of weak markets. Uh, year to date, instead, we've seen only small inflows within uh, global equities, for instance, uh, reflecting to some extent investors' uncertainty. Um, but most interestingly, after many, many years of uh, low fixed income yields, and to be honest, very low interest in fixed income investments uh, out on the markets, um, as interest rates rose sharply over the past year, we have seen some significant inflows into fixed income ETFs. Um, Again, a consequence of just a more interesting entry point and higher yields on offer. Um, however, at the same time, the combined falls in bonds and stocks that we saw last year and the good performance of um, alternatives investments in 2022, we have seen also this year a um, sizable inflow into alternatives um, ETFs. Alternative investments such as trend following strategies have a low correlation with markets and they held up relatively well over the last year or so. How important do you think an allocation to alternatives is in an investment portfolio? Well, you know, diversification is vital. Um, it's very important to spread the risk, to reduce volatility in your multi-asset portfolio by combining, on one side, the recovery potential and the long-term growth prospects of your equities, of your bonds, for instance, with some diversifiers, some alternatives. On the other hand, um, I'm thinking about precious metals that typically uh, diversify in a wide range of uh, market conditions, but also real assets like infrastructure and property, and um, obviously hedge fund strategies that instead have had a, a great uh, 2022, um, especially in the trend following in the uh, arbitrage and uh, volatility relative value space. And we saw investors holding back in 2022 in the face of extreme uncertainty, but the net positive inflows across all asset classes since the beginning of this year suggests an improved outlook for 2023 as confidence among investors begins to return. What do you think the next couple of months has in store for us? Oh, a million dollar question. I think uh, 
a lot of the themes that dominated markets in 2022 remain present this year, um, as we have seen in February, which basically was a mini 2022 um, with uh, uh, bond uh, falling, interest rates expectation rising, and equities are following suit. Um, but you know, today equities offer interesting valuation opportunities, um, and uh, risks are there. Uh, there is some recession worries. There is uh, the risk of um, discount rates of interest rates uh, that keep rising further. Um, but uh, you know, there is a recovery ahead. At some point, we are optimistic for markets for the next uh, year or two. Uh, but we believe it's prudent to temper that optimism over the short term and uh, uh, manage a way along it um, because risks and uncertainties around inflation and recession are still present. That was really useful. Thank you, Lorenzo. And I'll speak to you next week. Thank you, Gabby. Speak soon. For professional advisors only, the views expressed are those of Momentum Global Investment Management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice. Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication, but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management Company registration number 37330094 has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom, registration number 232357, and is exempt from the requirements of Section 71 of the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. In terms of the FSCA FAIS Notice 141 of 2021, published on the 15th of December 2021. For complaint relating to Momentum Global Investment Management's financial services, please contact distribution services at momentum.co.uk. Your capital is at risk.